Well, it's a Tuesday evening. It's the month of December and Christmas is just around the corner. But we're here to talk technology and all things related to it. I hope you're ready. Strap in, turn up the volume because it's time for you to hear from some of the solution makers in Ghana. Ready or not, this is City Trends. My name is Philippa Sean and City Trends is sponsored by First National Bank. Thank you so much for holding us down on the show. As you have witnessed for the past two weeks, we've been um, experiencing and speaking with some of Ghana's biggest um, solution makers, technology entrepreneurs in Ghana, people who are making a difference using technology and we bring them into the studio to hear about their stories what solutions they have to offer some of the challenges that they might face and what 2020 looks like for their businesses that is the whole point of the technology entrepreneurs month or the techpreneurs month so i hope you're ready because we have five techpreneurs in the studio today not four or three but five and they'll be introducing themselves to you in just a bit and we'll be getting to find out what exactly they are involved in and um, the projects that they've been working on i do hope you're ready stay strapped in for the show but you can get in touch with us on WhatsApp number 0549-986-996. The WhatsApp number once again is 0549-986-996. Alternatively, you can send us a WhatsApp message or a tweet, actually, using the hashtag CityTrends. That is C-I-T-I-T-R-E-N-D-S. City trends send us a message let's know what you're thinking let's know if you have any questions for any of my guests in the studio and let's get talking it's time for us to hear from our technology entrepreneurs strap in let's go Share your thoughts and opinions on the show via the WhatsApp number 054-998-6996. Tweet at us using hashtag CityTrend. Has your computer developed a problem you don't understand? Is your phone refusing to respond? Is there a computer virus you're battling with? Are you having problems signing into your account? Share your tech problems with City Trends and we will get the experts to help you solve them. Send us your problems via WhatsApp number 054-998-6996. You can also send us a tweet using the hashtag CityTrends. Oh, 
All right. So on the show today, we have five technology entrepreneurs in the studio. We have two gentlemen who are conveniently seated on my left, and we have three women who are conveniently positioned on my right. They didn't mix. That's their problem. But we are going to get to meet them in just a bit. They're going to introduce themselves to you. And um, they're going to tell you what exactly they do. And then we'll dive into it. So um, I think in this case, since we have more women, we're going to go with gentlemen first. So, Joseph, let's start off with you. Quick introduction. And then we dive into the details later. Okay, hi. Um, so my name is Joseph Albert Curie. I am the editor and creator of Technova GH. Mm. Um, Technova GH is a digital news platform covering you know the Ghanaian tech, tech ecosystem. Mm. All right. Moving on to someone who you probably um, have heard a couple of times on the show. He's currently on his phone, um, probably updating everybody about what he's going to talk about on the show. So, Cecil, okay. over to you. Any of them will be fine. All right, all right, all right, all right. It's like I'm a veteran here. Yeah, now. you are a veteran <laughs> here. Everybody knows you. Now. Anyway, my name is Cecil Sena Nutako. I work for eCampus. Uh, eCampus, basically, we're helping people learn, unlearn, and relearn. Hmm. And the idea is to make uh, the act of teaching and learning a very adaptive, personalized, and informal experience. More of that right. to come later on so, in the show. Yeah. It's okay. It's Don't okay. Worry. Your introduction <laughs> is done. Hello. I'm Winifred Cotin, and I work with Superfood Labs. Uh, Superfood Labs is a data analytics firm, and what we do is that we help enterprises take advantage of their data to provide new offerings, new customer solutions, be more efficient in their services and innovate digital products using data and AI. We are going to break that down as well in case you are confused about what exactly she's talking about. Moving on, Rebecca. Good evening. Good I'm evening. Rebecca, um, founder and co-founder of Find Rapidly. I like that. Founder and co-founder. Like, <laughs> love it. All right. And what we do is to um, provide with a platform where you can easily and conveniently find um, security verified and also competent handyman mm. for all your job requests anytime mm. from your home office and we also supervise the work for you and ensure that yeah you receive your value for money and satisfaction at every time find rapidly service. find rapidly moving on finally to Megan hi good evening my name is Megan McCormick and I'm the co-founder and CEO of Oze and every small business owner keeps some sort of notebook somewhere in their shop where they're writing down their sales, maybe their expenses. We're ripping them up and replacing them with a mobile app so that they can actually use their data to make better decisions and starting in 2020 access capital. Brilliant. So let's start off from there because I'm sure everybody here keeps their books and probably want to find out exactly they can do it much better. So tell us about how the business works. Tell us about what sort of solution you offer and even one of the biggest questions is, what if you don't have a smartphone, for example? Does your solution apply to such people? So just walk us through how the solution even, first of all, came about and how you are implementing it in the Ghanaian market. Sure. The solution came about because I was an investor in small businesses running an accelerator and was going crazy trying to analyze their notebooks mm. and realized that people would take their smartphone off their notebook in order to write down a sale and why remove a supercomputer so that you can actually use a notebook. Mm. 
we make it really easy because keeping records, it's a behavior change. It's something new, especially digital records. Mm. So it's gamified. The more you use Oze, the more features you get, rewards that you get, mm. the more value you get. And you can click it in as little as three clicks, a sale or an expense. You can issue a digital receipt to your customer. If you sell on credit, you can remind them to pay. So it's a very mm. simple solution. Don't think about any accounting jargon. Basically what small business owners need in order to make more money and understand their business. Can I generate invoices? Yes, you can generate invoices. Can I customize invoices? Yes, you can add your logo, your location, your name, your phone number. It's very, very easy. And that's one of the most favorite. Like, are there a lot of, like, you know, templates that I can play around with? Oh, we try to keep it simple. It just goes out through WhatsApp and it's very clean, standard oh, cool. format. Yeah. Wow. What have I been doing this past <laughs> week? So it's, it's like you said, so what, you can export... Can you export as an email, for example, or is just, you know? Yeah, any way that you can share on your phone. So mm. Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp, SMS, email, PDF, Anything. all of them work with um, the receipts. But what's really cool is if I send an invoice to you and I say your payment is due next week mm. and next week comes and goes and you haven't paid me, that happens, especially over the holiday <laughs> season. Yeah. I can open my my Oze and look on the waiting tab and see everybody who owes me money. Mm. And at the click of a button, I can send you a WhatsApp or an SMS saying to kindly pay you kinda me. kind of owe me money. Yes, here I are my like Momo details. Receive, I would like to receive the money now. Exactly. Wow. And all within the app. All within the app. What has it been like rolling out the solution um, this year? It's been a really exciting year. Hmm. We've released so many new features. If you look back to a year ago, you couldn't put your logo on receipts. I'm not even sure we had receipts. Hmm. So the app has definitely grown over the past year. Hmm. And it's been exciting to work with our customers to prioritize the features that really want they want and that really make a difference in their business. And it's Ose. Correct. That's O-Z-E. Correct. Where's the name from? Uh, it comes from the French O-Z-E, which okay. means to dare. Mm. So we think that entrepreneurs and small business owners are the most daring citizens in any country. Mm. And we want to help you dare successfully. Interesting. Interesting. So it's, it's a mobile app available where, where, and where? So you can download the app on the Play Store, but you can also now use it on web. So on any browser, so a browser on your iPhone, a browser on your laptop, a browser on your desktop, mm. you can now download Ozai and use it on your computer as well. Is it available as an iOS app or that will come hopefully? That will come. So that's a 2020 that's conversation. That's a 2020. That's yes, a 2020 conversation. We'll, we'll get to the 2020 <laughs> conversation in a bit. So you heard from Megan, they're talking about her business, um, Ose, um, basically just making the accounting process much easier for you. I, I mean, that's a heartbeat of the solution, I'm guessing. Um, so yeah, if you're a small business, you are, is it just restricted to small businesses? No, you can, especially with our web app or what we call Oze Pro, you can have unlimited employees. So let's say you have 25 employees working for you, selling at branches across the country even. You can sit in your office, they can enter sales, you get all that data right to you, and you can set the permissions. So if you just want them to put in sales to know what they're selling, you can. If you want a manager to be able to see that data, you can set that as well. Mm. So it's highly customizable to the needs of a business. We have everything from one-person businesses to businesses making so much money selling mm. cars and houses using mm. the platform. And this is restricted 
to smartphones, I'm guessing. It is, yes. yes. Or people with laptops or computers. Yes, we're getting to the point, I think, where most small business owners have access to a smartphone. Mm. We went and bought the cheapest Huawei phone in Circle that we could find <laughs> uh, and tested it on that. So you don't have to be using the new Google Pixel uh, to be able to use Oze. Even some old, old smartphone, it will work. I like the example. But I will get into the example. <laughs> anyway, moving on to Rebecca. So, Rebecca, um, handyman. Was it a problem that you faced at a point which got you to set this business up? Or, like, wh why? Wh 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 why? What happened? Okay, so, um, this idea actually came in 2017. Okay. Um, I witnessed my dad. He, he, he hired a carpenter mm. to change the net of... Like the doors this and, and windows at home. And he stepped out <laughs> and he came back. And when he came back, he was very bored. He was very angry yeah. at the carpenter because the carpenter knew that, okay, I'm doing it by day. Um, so at the end of the day, you're supposed to pay him. Right. No matter the quality or quantity of work, you're mm. supposed to give him a particular amount. Mm. So um, my dad was very annoyed <laughs> because now that the work was going to take more than the days he expected mm. it to take. Mm. And... I've seen this happen several times. He keeps bringing in these people. So I, uh, so I asked him one day, why does he keep bringing these same people who keep giving problems, problems and all that? And he said, that, oh, there are the people he knows since he came to this place. There are the people he knows, yeah. there are the people he works with. So I thought to myself, okay, so what if we had other, like a trusted alternative where mm. he can equally get these trusted people that he can say that, okay, you can come into my house, work, and you are like rest assured. That you're going to get good service. Yeah. Mm. So I thought about that and I said, okay, so why why don't I bring this alternative? Mm. And I did a market research and realized that indeed people are really facing these problems. Mm. And even more than that, mm. <laughs> doing my market research, I realized that yeah, people are actually wow. facing this problem. So that's how Find Rapidly came out. Okay. So Find Rapidly because um, we want you to be able to find fast. Right. So Rapidly is fast. Right. So just from the click of your phone, go to our um, website, mobile app or um, USSD, which mm. we are planning to roll out soon. So the 2020 conversation will come Yeah, <laughs> so by the click of any uh, of a button or like a f just filling your basic details and we'll call you and get into your home and send the handyman into your home to work very fast, no matter your location, time. Yeah. Wow. That's how Find Replicate. And so which, which sort of handyman do you, for example, have on your platform? So we have plumbers, carpenters, um, cleaners, gardeners, uh, we have a lot. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. So we are actually looking at the informal sector. Sure. Um, um, yeah, handyman informal sector kind of thing. So what was the process like? Do they register with you or do you independently verify them or they come by recommendation from a friend? Someone might have a painter who they feel is like a really good painter. Like how do you get them onto the platform? How does that system work? Okay, so we get some true recommendations. Okay. Yeah, there are some that are really good, and you can say, okay, yeah, I have this particular like painter. If I give it to you, like, trust, like, you can trust him. Yeah. <laughs> and we also get um, some true, they apply. Sometimes we do, we run ads, ads and also posters, so they apply. Okay. Then uh, we take them through some uh, um, interview. Okay. We take them through some interview and all that, and we also do security check on them. Okay. Yeah, and we're also working with a real estate manager. Okay. To, like, who is kind of like our mentor mm. to give us some tips 
And some of them, you you come. Oh, I'm very good. I'm a good painter. All of them but, say that. Yeah, and you, okay. So you send a person to the um to the person so you realize that okay, <laughs> this guy just they don't even come <laughs> close to being good. Yeah, like it's really nice. bad. So in such a case, we we actually we can't do anything about that. So we just tell you that okay. That's it. Like that's the end. So is, is it is on the on the platform? Is it like a rating system? So yes. Um, who does the rating exactly? So if you um hire a carpenter for instance, okay. after he or she has worked for you, um you just rate the person and also give feedback. Okay. So you can tell us, okay, was this person good and all that and finally give a rating of what you think of the person. Wow. And that will also boost or reduce the person's um <laughs> work opportunities. Because wow. we look at that to And all of this is explained to the workmen that you have on the platform. Yes, they know. So and if you don't do your work well, you are not being paid. So if if I okay. if you come into if you go into um um let's say someone's house, you fix the AC, you've left and okay the AC is all of a sudden it's off again. The you work not wasn't down well. So you have to go and finish it up and come for your money. So I you like don't get have direct um I like it. this. So that's so it. one if the work is been verified to be have to have been completed yes. that is the only time that the get worker paid. gets paid yes. and they understand this before they come on board. yes and they actually come yes you have to <laughs> wow um i'm impressed like by the fact that first of all they actually even agreed to those terms because a lot of them would not even want to have that conversation with you no they the the issue is that okay most of them have um job opportunities within their network mm. so we are offering you with a larger market mm. this is not within your network mm. you are getting people outside mm. which means larger income um better job opportunities mm. and all that mm. so why not if you mm. know unless you know you are going to do a bad job mm -hmm. that's when you'll be scared of these things mm. but if i know if i trust that okay i'm always going to deliver I don't think I'll be scared of such a thing, even if I'm the one being mm. employed. What what has been the acceptance of the traffic like? Okay, so um, it's been cool, but we haven't fully launched out. So we've just been doing a few jobs, better okay. um, like testing to understand, better understand our customers and also our workers. Mm. Because we want to when we roll out. <laughs> It's going to be a whole lot of stuff. So we want of to course. understand and fix everything before, before we fully roll out. out. Mm. So that's that's interesting. Someone was asking on Twitter, okay, like how how is the pricing structured? You know, the because pricing. someone comes to the house wants to fix a bulb. Someone comes to the house wants to you know paint. Usually it's a conversation. I'll give you a hundred cities. No, I'll take eighty cities. No, <laughs> um, I think fifty cities is what you're worth. You know how how do you structure the pricing? Okay, so there are some things that um, have fixed price. Okay. Something like fixing pop, a pot, um, the WC pot, mm. usually ranging between 70 to 100. Okay. Unless the pot is so expensive, that's when to extend to 150. Okay. Depending on the price, the mm. type of pot. Mm. And there are some things that you have to negotiate. So usually, if you have to go and take measurements, the artisan will come into your home, take the measurements. Okay. Then, okay, so this is the price. So we let you know if you are um if you need us to negotiate for you we do that we help mm. you out with it if the artisan says that okay this pricing is not really good for me there are other people it's not like we have one carpenter one. on the platform right. there are equally good ones who <laughs> may be 
willing to go with your price. That doesn't mean that we are taking lower prices, extremely low prices from our customers also, but just a fair one. Wow. For both sides. Wow. I, I'm, I'm just impressed with it. <laughs> I'm just impressed with it, and I—I I mean, I can't wait for the pop, like the final rollout. Oh, okay. You know, but um, <laughs> we are having a number of people asking. Um, so, ask how does she prevent artisans from working directly with clients after the first engagement? This come. This is a WhatsApp message from Sapek. Okay. So this issue has come up several times. <laughs> yeah, people keep asking. Yeah. And what we do when we are before we even engage with you during the signing process and all that we let you know that okay you can't engage with our clients and we do we usually do everything like okay directly with our customer right. so if you need something i'm the one going to um have every conversation with you mm. we want to build that relationship that mm. trust relationship between the company and our clients and not between the handyman and the client and the handyman will let you know that okay so if you go behind us and you get one of our clients you're yeah, off, off our platform. platform so if you would love to keep one client and lose everything about else. more than 100 clients that you you have potential to that's fine that's up to you yeah i like that <laughs> like take it or leave it yeah it's very very straightforward what what's what's been what's been the major challenges you faced like with the rollout okay so with the jobs that we've done so far as i said mm. There are some of them that will come to you. Okay, I really need this job. And they are calling you almost every day. <laughs> like, okay, do you have a job for me? Do you have a job for me? And that's one headache about it. Mm. And also, if you send them to the job, some of them will, okay, do the client want this. They feel that, okay, this is how we do it. I can't change. Like, they have, like, this a mentality, fixed like, fixed mindset, mentality. Yeah. I don't want to change. And if you advise them, no, this thing can be done this way and it's easier. Or it will be more it will be better <laughs> that this is way. the artisan I like, know. Yeah. They'll be like, no. And we are we are also taking into consideration such people who don't want to learn. Mm. We want we are getting we want to get rid of them mm. because a human being like their mind is therefore teaching. <laughs> but if you you have decided that okay, I'm not we all do change our minds. Oh like, my day. So if you don't want to do that and that's one major issue with them. Wow. Wow. That's that's interesting. We'll be coming to what 2020 looks like for you. Um, but um, how do people get to the app, first of all, if it's available? It's in beta, like you said, but how do people yes. get to so, access um, it and everything? So you can access the web app for now. And that's findrapidly.com. Okay. Yeah. Findrapidly.com. Yeah, I said find fast. Yeah, so findrapidly.com. Find Brilliant. So that is um, the website. Please do check it out. Please give her feedback. Like she said, it's in beta. Hopefully by 2020, it will be a full rollout. And yeah. then we can easily and rapidly find artisans <laughs> that we're looking for. Yeah. Brilliant one there. Moving on to Miss or Mrs. Cotton. She is... She is involved with Superfluid Labs and she's going to tell us exactly what that is all about. The table is all yours. Okay. Thank you, uh, Philip. Yes. So, uh, Superfluid Labs is a data analytics consulting and solutions firm, mm. um, like I mentioned. And what we do is that we, our customers are enterprises. So, we mm. do uh, most 
most of the time we don't have uh, clients we don't have uh, b2c it's okay. strictly b2b mm-hmm. for now in future we would be able to have b2c okay. and what we do is that like uh, everybody else in this room and like ctfm your biggest need is to find valuable customers. Your biggest need is to retain valuable customers. Right. Your biggest need is to learn from your data, from your businesses, business operations, from your products, from the services you're offering to find out how do you make it better? How do you ensure you maximize the return, the value you are creating on those uh, service offerings? And then how do you also innovate to be able to serve and take advantage of the market better? And we've come to realize that a lot of these answers actually exist in your data. So every day, the transactional data you have, if you are a business with transactional data, if you have customers you've signed up to any platform like uh, Rapid yeah. uh, Finder find, here, find rapidly, find rapidly yeah. <laughs> and everybody else, yeah. everyone exhibits and leaves footprints. And what we do is we help you harness that through yeah. uh, data analytics and artificial and artificial intelligence and machine learning. Yeah models to help you understand your customers better, serve them better, innovate, retain them, and of course, maximize your uh, investments into into all of those businesses we've been doing. So that is uh, our thesis and that is the focus of our business. So our data analytics is very focused in helping other businesses grow and retain value and most importantly, retain their most valuable customers. Mm. Because we all know that... Uh, Getting a customer, it's very, very expensive. Typically, we may not consider how much it takes us to get a customer, but we have to do a lot of marketing, a lot of business development, a lot of convincing clients to stay or to come on board because we know that we can um, offer better services, especially if you're in a competitive space. But after you've acquired that customer, how do you ensure that you maximize them, you retain them, and then you don't lose them to your competition? And how do you also make sure that you discover what their needs are and predict what their likely needs would be so that you can miss them before they even think of churning or leaving you? So that is... That is what? <laughs> well, that's... that's, that's that's huge that, that's in terms of how much work you need to do. What, what happens when you encounter businesses that don't keep data so well? Yeah. Because a lot of the things that you do is is focused on people who keep very good records, you know, track their customers, etc. What happens? Because I mean, it's 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 natural. We will you will encounter some businesses that don't necessarily have that sort of data. What what do you do then? Actually, it's it's a it's actually part of the learnings we have been doing. Mm. We set off with this big vision, but uh, we also realized that uh, there's this challenge where people are not digitizing, mm. so you cannot even help them deliver more from from their data so Mm. we start we've actually had to do a step back and do a lot of education Mm. on why you need to actually start keeping digital records Mm. like so i'm very happy uh, megan is here Mm. and uh, her work it's very very important to us because that's the beginning the building blocks Mm. because a lot of things are possible when you actually have digital records and for instance and then one of the things we also do is we've actually been very deliberate with our clients so we've actually focused on clients who are 
having data. So we serve a lot of clients who hold large digital data so mm. that it is easier and then our impact is uh, more appreciated and they can see the value we are bringing mm. to the business. But mm. we are also stepping up on the education front and doing a lot of training and capacity building so that people would understand the value of oh, the data they have. they have. And, then and the, the one that they are not even collecting. Exactly, mm. exactly. And to help you uh, align your vision your your growth vision as a business to the opportunities you have within your market to actually start harnessing identifying relevant data to your business um as a first and first place to start with and then identify how you can actually collect that data it's very very seamlessly mm. without imposing any additional requirements on your clients right. like you don't have to go and do several questionnaires to extract that data from your clients whereas mm. every day they come to you you interact you engage them you can already start collecting data from those daily experiences mm. to enrich your offering that's yeah. in, that's interesting what what are some of the the key challenges that you face over the period um and one of the things i was i was thinking about you're talking was like how many people are even buying into th that idea in the first place you know because people feel like it's a lot of costs oh my <laughs> god why do i have to pay someone to come and look through this data like do, do you face those sort of things oh, and yeah. how, how do you work around that it's 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 very very it's very true and it's been major challenge but mm. fortunately we have very very good examples so mm. Anytime we have such instances, we refer you to working businesses that are flourishing yeah. because, because they are harnessing data. And we all know Facebook, we know Netflix, we know almighty alphabets, that is Google, mm. which is harnessing your data every day to be able to serve you better. We have location data, we have what you are doing on your Android phone, we have what you are searching and browsing on Chrome, we have a lot of data. We are feeding these other platforms to make them bigger and bigger every day. Mm. And all the giants in the world that are doing so well, it's because they are leveraging advanced analytics and artificial intelligence. Um, it's, it's, uh, recently, uh, Jack Ma was in, in mm. Ghana. Why is Alibaba so successful? They have tons and tons of global data on various things people are shopping and various things people are doing. So they're able to do far more than your regular retailer. Mm. So we have a lot of examples. And fortunately, I think the market is getting there because we, as I mentioned, we are doing a lot of education, but we also have a lot of uh, opportunities to learn from the far developed countries and in other markets where everybody is leveraging data, whether they are a small business or they are um, corner shop, mm. blue kiosk, whatever, everybody is leveraging their data to grow and But the key issue adventures. here is educating because I can, I can imagine that there's a lot of education you need to do yeah. to even get them into the position where they know first of all, the collection of the data and the processing of the data for you to even come in to help them maximize it as well. And I can imagine what sort of headache that would be <laughs> for you. Yeah. Wow. And and one of the things we, so for instance, this opportunity is a very good opportunity mm. for us and we are leveraging all our channels, mm. uh, all possible channels and um, social media to do education yeah. as often as possible so that we can get to that. So usually even before you can actually do business with someone, you'd have to do a lot of exactly. education to help them. Understand but, why it's important for them to have the service. Yes, but uh, I think recently we've gotten a few people who actually know this and 
come and say we are looking to use data analytics to solve the specific problem and and it's also very encouraging and further validation that the business is here to stay. You'll be hearing more about um, what 2020 looks like for Superfluids Labs. And now, Cecil, um, the veteran in the studio, um, turns the microphone to himself. And um, yeah, he's just going to tell you what he wants to tell you. Anyway, Cecil, <laughs> eCampus, eCampus, um, getting people to learn, unlearn, relearn. Uh, how receptive are people to that sort of idea? So I would say for students, right, they're excited because if anything can make me learn easier. Hmm. I was I'll once a it. student. I'm still a student. Like, <laughs> it's annoying when you have to write a proposal and you have to do a lot of research before yeah. you write it. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes you just came into just to see the word you want to see or the statistics Sorry. you want to use quickly for your control F. Yeah, you just <laughs> so if anything can make it much more easier for yeah. a student, that's fine. Yeah. Right now, for teachers who are our most, like, the people we are trying to help the most. Yeah. They are not getting it. <laughs> so we're taking some time to let them get it. So let me put it in perspective. Mm -hmm. So if you're a teacher out there, you understand because they won't go away. Mm. Teachers won't go away, mm. right? The fact that we have technology doesn't mean teachers are not important. They are very important. The challenge we're having now is that because we have built an examination-driven society, mm. Teachers are more focused on preparing, on preparing you for that standardized exam. Mm. And that standardized exam doesn't cover the entire curriculum. Mm. So you go to school, instead of them teaching, mm. they are just preparing you for tests. Mm. And their employer, in most private schools, their employer grades them based, based on, on the, the number, number of students, students who pass the exam. The so if I'm a teacher, I'll just take a bunch of past questions, prep my kids, prep my kids, they pass. So any other topic, any other part of the curriculum that yeah. doesn't come under the examination council thing, the child doesn't know. Mm. So they go to the next level and the foundation doesn't even exist. Mm. So they've passed all right, they move forward, yet they don't know anything. Mm. But the teacher, he's done what? You parents want, we want them to pass exams. The employer wants, we want them to pass exams. The national statistics, we want them to pass exams. Now, when you put them in front of the machine, they were trained to use that they pass the exam. Then they are asking, how, where should I press? But I thought you passed the exam. Mm. Ask me where should you mm. press. And that's the kind of graduates we have. Mm. So what we are trying to do here is that the amount of time it takes a teacher to set the test, sit down, mark it, grade it, to mm. even know whether the child is ready or not, I think it's time they waste. Mm. Let's automate that side for you. Mm. So you can have more time to actually teach the child. Right. That engagement, create more peer review. So what we've done is we have what we call Nile. So Nile is gone, right? It means intelligence. Yeah. So Nile is the name of our AI. Mm. So Alexa, Siri, mm -hmm. so we have Nile. Nile. So what Nile does is it's trying to provide you with what or progressively replace the current report card system we have. Mm. So the current report card, based on which we all make decisions, says, for example, mathematics says classwork 40%, right? Mm -hmm exams 30 percent mm -hmm. total 70 percent very good is that not the report you mm. see and then maybe if it's tertiary level they say b or b minus 
If cool. you're unlucky, you get C minus. Yeah. But it's okay. So forty percent classwork, exam thirty percent. What mm. does that mean? Mm. What if you look for Nile? Nile will tell you, okay, classwork forty percent, eh? math vectors three percent, mm. simultaneous equation thirteen percent, right? Sets two percent, probability zero percent. So you are beginning to understand that oh my son is not it's not like he's not good in math or he's just Some, struggling at probability. Mm. So if I want to help that child, I'll give him a math teacher to come and teach him probability, who is cheaper mm. than oh my son. He doesn't know math one bit. Ah, you cry, you're a waste of time. Yeah. Then the child is getting depressed. Mm. With this detail report card, the child knows where to focus their energy. You, the teacher, you know what to do. You know that, ha, ah, this boy, probability. Okay, all probability problem boys, come here, come here, come here. You group them. Then pick another student who is good at probability to peer review. They learn better among themselves and argue without. Mm. So all of a sudden, your classroom has changed. Oh. There mm. are three sets of groups in your classroom. The same day, and you are teaching simultaneous equation to this group. You are teaching probability to this group. You are teaching what? Maybe a, a quadratic equation to that group. See the productivity level of that mm. teacher. See the proper learning that's happening because the teacher has data. Similar to what you're doing. In your case, the business now have data, analyze it to make decisions on how to serve their customer better. Mm. So see the customer as the student mm. and the teacher needs that data to be at their best. Mm. They don't have it. Mm. And here we have it. So instead of you spending time doing the assessment, just let your kids download eCampus. Mm. And in a playful manner, allow them. So every 30 days, or even if you want to weekly, we can send you that report about your, about the student. Mm. So you know how to replan your classes, mm. change your approach. Another person who benefits from this report card is the school authorities or the school owners. It helps you to do resource planning. Mm. Why are they not getting this photosynthesis thing? Mm. Right? The whole term has passed and still it's not looking good. Okay. Let's, next time we'll get some buckets. We'll get some sand so that we actually do the photosynthesis so that you put the plant in and leave it under the sand. Mm. You see, you take one, cover it and it doesn't grow. Maybe that will let them get it. Because now you have intelligence that's telling you why they are not getting it. Oh, okay. My school, I have branches. Why is it that the ones at the, Tak uh, the Takradi branch are getting it, but the ones in Akra, is it that the teacher in Takradi, okay, let me bring the teacher in Takradi here for this time and send this one there. It gives you some intelligence. Mm. Now, government or GES or policymakers, imagine this data being aggregated over a period of four or five years mm. across, what, 20,000 schools with over, what, three million students report card. Look at the decisions Ministry of Education can make. Mm. Look at the planning. Look at the understanding. What works, what doesn't work. That's what we're trying to do. One school at a time, I'm guessing. Of course. Mm. And we are even more, for the past three years that we've been up and down, we've been pushing B2C heavily. Because mm. when you have B2C, when the students actually get there to use it on their own, then you get to get your data to analyze, mm. generate your first set of report card. Then when I go to B2B, they'll be like, oh yeah, I want a report card like this. PTA, you want this or you want, no, 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 I think this is better. Okay, so then now make it more institutionalized for the kids to be using the, the, the app more mm. frequently. Then we can have this. Mm. The same apply for the corporates because we do B2B as the corporate. So anti-money laundry, I mean, 
assessment, compliance assessments. This allows HR and training managers to handpick any employee at any time and tell their what compliance status. Hmm. Because there's data to show that okay, anti-money laundry, uh, know your customer, 2%. Uh, politically exposed person, 20%. So hmm. that means you are better off identifying people who are politically exposed when coming to open accounts hmm. than you are verifying KYC. So if you if that's the case, then you handle all PPP, let somebody else handle KYC. It reduces our risk and we don't get closed down by Bank of Ghana. Hmm. You get my point? The same... But there must be a willingness from the institution that wants to implement it to actually use the data effectively as you explain it and i'm just thinking for example in, in a normal case of a teacher wanting to like explore this this platform they must be willing to want to open up and use the data to effectively teach the students i don't know if yeah i don't know if we so, have that willingness it depends some teachers as i speak i have like three teachers my my superstar teacher, right, uh, Samuel, hmm. right, uh, we call him Rifa. Right? <laughs> he teaches integrated science and then mathematics, hmm. and he's so passionate about teaching. He's like, look, if I have a class of 30, 40, and I can know after what, 30 days that this particular child needs help with probability and simultaneous equation, it makes my life easier as a teacher. Because now I'm there and I have to assume, where do I start this child from? Mm. Where, where do I even start from? And there are 30 of them. So you just give up and follow the curriculum. They say, they That's say, then, then you push them out. Yeah. But if you begin to know personalized, because now it becomes adaptive, personalized to them. Mm. But they are interacting with the content in an informal way. So they are not under stress. So they will not even want to cheat. You feel like this is not anything. Nobody's going to beat me if I get it wrong. That's the whole idea. It's informal. Mm -hmm. But it's giving us data to help the teacher make decisions, change the way they teach. Don't forget that the teacher doesn't need to do anything. No. Mm -hmm. We will give you the analytics and make suggestions. That's Nile's job. Mm -hmm. So Nile's job will give you new approaches, new because the Generation Z, they prefer more videos. How, how, do, how do people get in touch with even, first of all, getting access to the solution in the first place. So currently, you can download the app from ecampus.com.gh okay. or you go to the Android or App Store. So ecampus.com.gh You download it. It's, it's free to download. But then we depend on what subjects or areas you want to start mm. assessing your strength and weakness, mm -hmm. then you pay a subscription. Mm. Uh, subscriptions are as low as 83 pesos a month for like <laughs> mathematics. Right. Yeah, that, that we just don't want to make it free because there is it's, it's too much intelligence to give you for free so that mm. you don't value it. Mm. So for 83 pesos a month, you have access to mathematics. So for the whole year, it's like 90, 96 pesos. The whole year, your child can have access to mathematics. And then just be playing around. Then you can have all this intelligence about the child. That, okay, he's good at vectors, he's bad at this. And that can help you make a lot of decisions. I'm imagining 20 million junior high and high school students that have that kind of data on. And you allow Nile to analyze it and give you, you know, you do unguided. So Nile is unguided. So unguided AI. Sometimes it tells us things that we've never even Imagine. assumed like. Nile is thinking too far. Interesting. Come down. This is this so a story. This yeah. this is a story that Joseph will be will be more than excited to probably write about. So, um, Joseph is the man in charge of Technova GH, and uh, when you turn up at a tech event and he's not there, then there's a problem with the event. Um, <laughs> Joseph, always a pleasure to always engage with you. Um, 
it's it's a very interesting landscape um because i work within that space so the reception of technology news in itself i mean how has it been like over the course of 2019 people accessing wanting to access people interacting with tech news as we present it what what has what has it been like running technology age um okay so technova started in um, 2017 so we've been going for two years now i mean in the beginning there was a lot of good reception but i think the reception was more of within the tech space itself but i'll say with 2019 it's been more receptive outside so now more people are actually accessing the website from other countries but they're more interested in what's happening in ghana mm. i know i had some emails from or some correspondence with some people from south africa mm. nigeria europe people like to know what's happening with ghana and the tech ecosystem mm. so the reception is is growing really fast and it's, it's interesting as you said with the whole landscape with tech news i think more people are gravitating towards like what's happening in ghana as mm. far as tech because mm. right now we know that i think this year the government tried to do more digitization yeah. so there's a lot of like what's happened with technology space? Who are the companies powering some of these, whether it's payment apps or whatever, is government infrastructure? Who mm. are these people? So it was a lot of interesting things happening on until nineteen. But how do you how do you cover the 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 scene? There's so much happening every day, everywhere. Like how many are you? Like are you split into three? Like what's the team like and how do you manage to cover so much ground all the time um it's a lot of work so i know i think the second half of the year has just been me so far mm. i think this in the first half of the year i had, I had a couple of people helping me out with some articles and things but right now it's been me so far but i do get help from people who send me news articles about some things happening in other parts of the country as mm. well so somebody's doing something in tamale or somebody's something in tema they will send me that content so that's but as far as tech events and stuff that's all me I have to plan in advance, like, okay, the timing is here. I have to go to this event. Who's doing the event? What are they doing? Who's there? So I have to pre-plan everything before I even cover the event. Do they pay you? No, unfortunately, <laughs> they do not pay me. Because I'm just wondering, like, because yeah. you have to transport yourself to these events. You have to pay for data. You have to write, spend nights writing. I'm guessing you probably want to start doing video content so YouTube can pay you finally. Like, how do you even keep it running? Yeah, it's a... It's domain a, charge, <laughs> Oh, man, I talk so much about the domain charges. But, yeah, it's it's very tough. But I think it's kind of my passion project at the moment because, okay. because it's a passion project I'm really putting myself in. Because I think that the tech space a lot has a lot to offer. There's a lot of solutions people are building, like, you know, fast, rapidly trying to solve, like, local problems. Yeah. So I think they, did, they definitely deserve coverage to know what's happening in the country. And yeah, I, I just one of those passion projects. So I, I don't take anything like it's it's even though I don't get paid for most of these events, I see it as more of like a public service. So Do like, I have to pay you? I know it's 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 one of those things I don't think about. But I mean, I could be wrong, yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, listen, so, you are covering events, you are doing reviews, you are writing about product launches, you are investigating where you need to investigate. How do you how do you keep it running? Oh, it's a lot of, uh, I'll say it's a lot of patience, a lot, a lot of patience. But yeah, because I think right now we wanted to focus more on the content. I think the content is more relevant because as Sister just said, the money will definitely come in later because I've had some, you know, brands reach out to me to say that, oh, we want you to do so-and-so event or do this product um, review for us. So it's gradually coming along as far as, you know, you know, people want to pay for content. Mm. So that's the good thing. But I think next year, 
I'm trying to look at some business models for the website. You know, more brand content, mm. more storytelling as far as working with brands to tell their stories and their mm. services and stuff like that. Mm. I mean, what, what, one of the things I also want to find out from you is, um, yes, we've got into the 2020 conversation and we're going to go around again. So what, what actually does 2020 look like for Technova? Oh, it looks very exciting. So I know, I think next year we're looking at, I'm looking at actually bringing in more writers, people who are actually more interested in tech who want to write about technology mm. because there, there are some scattered people here who are really good content creators, but they don't have that avenue to write. So I'm going to be scouting for more tech writers to bring along the platform to mm. do it. And we're also launching a new kind of a business model for the website. So it's kind of, I wouldn't say fully um, subscription-based, mm. but at least some articles that are going to be heavily researched, you have to pay to pay access, to access them. Because I think that's where the media space is going as far as right. technology. Because if you want to access really good content and you value it, I think you pay for it. So that's something we'll be experimenting next year. So 2019, we'll look into more podcasting, maybe more videos and stuff. 2020, you mean? 2020, sorry. More podcasting, more videos, uh, just more rich content for people to actually consume. And pay for. And pay for. <laughs> yes. Now, um, one of our guests in the studio has a big announcement, and so we're just going to allow her to do it. Oze, um, I, I hear you have an announcement for, for every one of us, so please, go ahead. The floor is yours. Yeah, so we're very excited. We know that one of the big things that prevents small businesses from growing or for or from dealing with the volatility of these markets is the fact that, especially young people, they don't have access to credit. What 22-year-old you know has landed property that they can use to back a right? Thank you. <laughs> so for business people who are using Oze, we can tell by the way that they're using the app that they're serious, that they're not here trying to get some money and run away. Hmm. So we have launched a partnership with Blue Financial Services, which is a non-bank financial institution here in Accra. And for any OZA user who uses the app for at least three months and builds up that credit history, we can actually give you a credit score. And if you pass that credit score, we can give you access to an uncollateralized loan for your business digitally. Wow. Now, if you don't pass that credit score, we have different education packages, tips and techniques, and you can work with an OZA coach so that you can get ready because it's a black box oftentimes. Mm. If you get rejected, you don't ever know why you got rejected yeah. well we can actually look into our algorithm we can look into the different data that you provided us and understand why you were rejected and help you beat not beat the system but you know comply with what the system needs in the future wow 2020 will be fun oh yeah. my so goodness so sign up now so that yes. by february you'll be eligible to exactly get a loan. <laughs> so walk us through how people can sign up how people can get access to the platform as well so the best way to do it is to go on the Google Play Store and download Oze, O-Z-E. Mm. It's the top result that will come up. And it's very simple to register a business. You don't need your registration or anything. You can do it just sitting down um, in a minute or two minutes. Mm. And you build a business profile, and then you record your first sale, you record your first expense, and then you're off. You're just off. Yeah. And in 2020, we're providing more end-to-end -end business solutions. Mm. All of this will help us power the lending side of the business. But already, you can book a dispatch rider through the app. So a lot of people are selling on WhatsApp. They're selling on Facebook. They're selling on Instagram. Mm. Now, with a click of a button, you can book a Deliveries Ghana dispatch rider through the app. 
2020 payments come along. So all of these things are giving us more rich data to actually have the transaction be recorded without you having to do so much work on your own. Yeah. And also that data, we can trust it more. So we can give it more weight and more influence in our credit risk algorithm. That's incredible. That's Megan telling you how you can transform your business. But there's a message here. BB from North K says, but why do they charge for fixing items by the cost of buying the items and not the amount of work in fixing it. So if I'm gifted the item, will they fix it for me for free? <laughs> that is your question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I had experiences with this, and the reason why they do this is because, okay, so let's use the WC for example. Mm. If you buy a WC, if you buy um, a WC at, let's say, um, 300 cities or 350, mm. the the um, plumber is thinking, okay, what if it falls? Because if it falls, he has to buy it. Mm. If it breaks, he has to buy it. So they say that, okay, so because of that, because I have to buy it, I'm putting that cost. So I, I fix it at that cost. So that in case it breaks, yes. I can buy it. <laughs> That's the whole like mentality behind yeah. that. Yeah. That's the whole logic like behind wow. that. That's how they do that. Anyway, quickly. But we are not doing that. Th <laughs> thankfully, um, quickly, tell us what 2020 holds for your business. Fine, rapidly. Okay, so with 2020, we are looking forward to finally launch and also have our web app and also mobile app fully functional and also on the market. But we are... For now, for now, we are still taking jobs. We are still working, and we are also registering more um, handymen. Mm. So if you are a handyman out there and you know that you can do, and you you are not scared of hard terms, which I've at least I've mentioned like <laughs> half of it, <laughs> you can boldly call us or go to our platform and register. You will find our phone number there. Also, you can call us and we get to meet. And also, if you are a client there, you are looking for um, a good handyman into your home. You can call on us to deliver. Brilliant. 2020. What does 2020 look like for Superfluids? Yeah, so 2020 for us, we'll be launching uh, two new products. Um, and we've our goal is to make sure that every enterprise that is looking to harness data analytics, artificial intelligence, and machine learning would be able to get solutions and capabilities internally with as minimum coding as possible mm. because we realize that the knowledge gap is a big challenge and my, my colleagues mentioned things they're doing with artificial intelligence and data analytics but not everybody is that advanced and not every company is able to afford the data scientists needed internally so we've built a lot of tools and capabilities to allow cleaning merging replacing filling data, doing all sorts of things with your data. But we allow you to do all of this with as little as two or three clicks. And especially with no coding, no advanced coding mm. and programming needed internally. So our goal is to be able to deliver capabilities for advanced analytics to every business. How can people get in touch? We, you can do so by coming to our website, www.superfluid.com. Superfluid is S-U-P-E-R-F. L-U-I-D dot com um, dot I-O sorry that's okay. that's our website Brilliant. yes dot I-O yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to understand AI, the AI Thank companies you. they like I-O that's I-O right. it's a very so, expensive domain <laughs> <laughs> so for 2020 2020 for eCampus uh, eCampus 2020 I think uh, Jose Jose took that out of my mouth right <laughs> so 2020 we're actually launching employability score nice so the way you have credit score so that you can get credits 
right? Now, if you want to employ somebody, you call in somebody, do you know somebody? What if there was an employability score mm. based on which I can employ people? Mm. And that we're going to introduce. We've started already for... So if you go into e-campus now, we have employability for finance, marketing, mm. management, and hospitality. Mm. So they're basically what employability assessment test that I need to take over and over and over again from a, a large pool of a bank of questions so that over time... The same nile will break it down based on the topics. I, okay, maybe I drink marketing, maybe you're stronger in communication, yeah. you are weaker in whatever, uh, or report writing. So you build all of that up, then we give you some kind of score. So that maybe if you fall within a certain range, then I want to employ you or above some range. All right. Five technology entrepreneurs, some dealing with technology news, reporting, podcasting for next year, some dealing with employability score score (laughs) and um, education some dealing with how you can optimize the data that you already are supposed to be collecting about your customers some dealing with handymen and how easy it will be for you to actually get in touch with them and some basically helping us to have a more organized business in terms of our financials and everything all of these functioning right here in ghana you don't need to go anywhere all of these happening in Ghana. And next week, we conclude a series with our last batch of technology entrepreneurs. It's been such a pleasure coming away. My name is Philip Sean. The show will be available as a podcast tomorrow. So make sure you look out for that. Download it. Listen to it. Do whatever you want with it. And make sure you share it with your friends as well. It's been a pleasure coming your way. Till next week. Stay techie.